Welcome to Newbridge Christian Community, a place where experience perfection unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Join us as Pastor David Ogenenrobo teaches and divides the word of truth. Be blessed as you listen to the sermon. In Christ, we are God's new breed. Thank you, Lord. Somebody shout glory. Glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have worshipped. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Worship and prayer, but that our worship and prayer will be in the evening. Praise the Lord. By 4 p.m. 4 to 6 p.m. And uh, we trust God we should be buoyant that period. If I were buoyant, amen? amen. So that we will have love feast. And the 4 to 6 is too short, right? Praise the Lord. Now, before we go on, I will do something again. If you're online and you have any friend you love, invite them. Call them to come and listen to what we are talking about today. If you are listening online, call all your friends to, that need to be here, that they should come and listen. And those of you around, we should invite more people. See, there is a difference between, I have said this thing before again and again. Many times, when I go through some of the things we teach and some of the things we study, I personally, me, ask myself, what would my life be if I don't know these things? Sometimes I look at them and I know that whether I like it or not, it is too late for me to be small again in life. My eternity is secured. My present is secured. Do you understand what I'm talking about? It's too late. I am... Ah, Jesus. Somebody say it's too late for me to fail. All the ingredients that make for supernatural excellence have received. Say after me, all the ingredients that make for supernatural excellence have received them. Yes. Say after me, that's my life. So many times, uh, uh, the other day I was at the bank and I looked at this crowd of people outside. In my mind, I just felt like, while you are waiting for this bank to open, can I just preach to you people? I, that's what I felt like doing. Honestly. So many people do not know what they need. They don't even know what is possible for them. In Christ Jesus. If you are a Christian, don't play. See, see after me, I have found the best thing in life. If you are a Christian, don't play with your work with Christ. Don't see. You have the very thing that can change the world. You have the very thing that will eventually change the world. Do, do you follow me? The very substance, you have it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So today, we are going to be, today is actually the last in the PST series that we've been doing throughout the month of June. We call it Faith Algorithm. The inner workings of the faith life. Now, what I'm going to teach today will not be exhaustive in itself. But a lot to be said. It, will, it may contradict most of what you've heard before. 
but it will help you praise god it will help you understand faith it will help you to practicalize faith because the idea of uh, of our ministry is to raise people into the the stature the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Meaning, to make you handle the things you've always heard from afar off. Oh, something you've always seen that, okay, this, this great man of God, this great person, to make you be able to handle it. And listen, that's the reason why, actually, the devil goes to distract a lot of people. Many people that are supposed to be seated here right now, they are they're supposed to be here, but something may just... I noticed most of the time when God wants to do something very, very great in a person's life, distractions will come in. I, I remember a joke somebody cracked some, some time ago. He said, Somebody came to meet him and said, What does it mean that your, your village people are attacking you? Say, Ah, village people, you let me show you. He said, You see that guy? His exam is by 8 o'clock. What's the time? 7.45. He's cooking beans. <laughs> That's, that's a practical example of village people at work. That's the same thing too. Demons like to distract people. Many people, they would have gone farther in God. But whenever they want to make that leap, eh, they, every other thing that's not important to become important. Check it out now when you want to pray. You say you want to pray by 8 o'clock. Ah, okay, I will pray by 8.15. Make I just do this small thing. That's how I will pray by, I will pray by 12 midnight, you've not prayed. What is making that unimportant thing become important is a distraction. Somebody say after me, I come against distractions. I come against distractions. The inner workings of the faith life, the things that people talk that People don't refer to the affect faith. Now, all just here, faith can move the mountains. We've explained, most of what I've explained before, some of you have heard them before. But what I'm going to say today, some of them you may not have heard them before. Some of them. Number one, meditation. Say with me, meditation. If you're online and you've invited all the people that you need to invite, we are less focused. Right? Type meditation. First Timothy chapter 4 from verse 14 to 15. It says, Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. See, meditate, there are many many explanations to the word meditate you can call it to think over to ponder over to mutter uh, what it means to just pay attention to let it sink deep praise god see this thing this word meditate <laughs> meditation is one of the most powerful tools in christian discipleship and practice if you cannot meditate there are many things you will not see there are many things the Holy Ghost is trying to do in your life. If you cannot meditate, you won't understand. There are many people that say, I was praying. I was praying. I was hearing. It's like something was trying to say something. But they are too distracted. The Holy Ghost is trying to interpret the tongues that they are receiving. But they are too playful. They are too playful to be impactful. 
They cannot just pay attention. Some people, the biggest problem you can give to them is to say, sit down for, here for 30 minutes and say nothing and do nothing. Just sit down. Ah, that's, you have killed them. Noise. Scatter, scatter everywhere. They cannot meditate. Many Christians, oh, many Christians have a lot of revelation. They have too much. In fact, they know too much. They know Rema. If you apply this, if, but they, they have not pondered up, upon it. They have not meditated upon it. So faith is not formed. You must intentionally learn how to hide the word of God in your heart. Your spirit must awaken to the reality of what is real in the spirit realm. Because you see, faith is of the heart. Somebody say faith is of the heart. If you are typing right, faith is of the heart. What does it mean? It means it's spiritual. There must be a means. Now, why do we need to have faith? This is the opinion. This is God's realm. This is your realm. There is something that is real. Whatever it is, there is something that is real in this realm. God's side, there is something there. But if it will become tangible in this place, you must pull it. So, you here, God gives you a substance. A substance. That substance is faith. But many times, even though that thing is real in God's realm, how will, you, how will your spirit man get a hold of it such that it can agree with God? Meditation is part of it. Remember when I thought about the fact that faith is substance? Remember when I thought about faith is substance? So, it is tangible, it is real. But how can it become real to me? How do, what will help me to get the tangibility of what is real in the spirit realm? Meditation. Hey. I know what I'm writing here may, may look somehow to you, but pay attention, please. Let's go back. Let me show you something. 1 Timothy 4 from verse 14. Many ministers are saying, how do I walk in power? Let me tell you. You can be a prayer warrior, praying. Oluwa, 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 Oluwa. If you don't know how to meditate, you will not walk in power. <laughs> he says, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying of the, on of the hands of the presbytery, meditate upon these things. Which things? On the gift. If you don't know how to tell yourself, I am anointed. God has sent me. If you, are, if, you don't, if you don't know how to walk in consciousness of power, you will never flow in power. <laughs> Meditate upon these things. So, God has said something. This is why listening to messages is too important. You know why? Listening to messages helps you. That process of trying to meditate and think on the word of God yourself when you are listening to the message the, the system or the, or the tape is helping you do that are you following it so your mind is just receiving so, 
unknown to you, your mind is also processing it. Are you following this? Your mind is processing it. Many of the great men will tell you, as I was listening to that message, something came up in me. They will say, as I was reading this book, that thing they were doing, there was a process of meditation. You get me? It was a process of meditation that made their spirit man get it. Faith is not formed. Remember I told you, faith is not formed until your spirit man has a substance. See, people who are inconsistent, they can't work with God. Uh, uh, <laughs> sometimes, I feel like almost kneeling down to beg someone. I'm serious. The person comes for this meeting, he doesn't come for the next service. He, so, the whole thing, you can't build. Okay, you didn't come. Go and listen to it. The devil will distract him. As I start listening to the message, sleep. Uh-huh. By the time he wakes up, that's finished. Onto the measure of the stature <laughs> of the fullness. Your spirit man needs to get a hold. A hold of what's in the invincible realm. If not, it will not happen. You know, I can tell you this because I know it's real. I, I've seen it. Until your spirit man, see, everything that God has done, eh? See, in God's realm, there's a way God looks at it. It is real. For instance, prosperity. Your supernatural provision in Christ. That God will provide for you. In God's realm, to Him, it is it's here. It's done. That is his realm. It is invisible. You can't see it. You have to take the word of God. About it. Read it. Let it enter your spirit man. Let your spirit get a hold of it. Then too. You will not begin to see it the way he's seen it. Even though you cannot see it physically. But it is so strong in your spirit. That's when it begins to manifest in your life. Who is hearing what I'm saying? Hey God. So one of the ways your spirit gets a substance of the unseen realm is the meditation. So after me, I will meditate. People know too much, but meditate too little. They meditate too little. Too little. You've not meditated on... That's what... See... Hey... <laughs> yeah. Every teaching you, go, you listen to, you should go back. Think about it. Have you thought about something happened to you before where you listen to a song to the point where in your sleep you were hearing the song? You do not even know when you learnt all the words of the song. Then later when you are singing it, it's just flowing out. It's just coming out like that. That's how you can meditate on the word of God to the point where the reality of the word of God becomes your life. You won't even know. In, in, in psychology, there's something called unconscious competence. When you don't even know that you are so good at this thing, but you are just unconscious companies where the word of God ah there is a way the word of God will be so soaked in your heart in the day of, in the day of trouble you won't even know when you say done <laughs> I remember one road I was walking and some guys wanted to attack me to like collect something from me I didn't even know when I said 
Are you okay? Where their boldness came from? <laughs> they say, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. In the name of Jesus, on the road. Mm. This thing is not about, you know, some people, they hear some of the men of God say, okay, just be bold. Just, no, they think it's by just jacking up. No, your spirit man needs to get a substance. Somebody says substance. You need to meditate on it sometimes. You need to play the word of God. Oh, it will make you be- begin to act a different way. Because, you see, faith is not just believing God. Faith is behaving God. It- it's walking in God's realm. It's behaving God. You won't even know why you take some steps. But some Christians, they, are, they will spend time talking, making noise, talking about how big their problem is. They will meditate on their problems until they become more conscious of their problem than God. Hey, say after me, I have a big God. That takes me to the next thing. Let's go to the next thing. Number two. Say after me, the integrity of God's word. That's the next thing. The integrity. Faith is based on the character or the integrity of God's word. Psalm 18 verse 28. Ah. Psalm 18 verse 28. It says, For thou will lighten my candle. The Lord will enlighten my darkness. For by thee I have run through a troop. And by my God I have lived over a wall. Hey, somebody declared this verse. For by thee I have run through a troop. And by my God have I lived over a wall. I used to pray with this scripture. This is Psalm 18. Aye. I will pray with it, pray with it. For by thee I have run through a troop, and by thee I have leaped over a wall. In the name of Jesus. Now verse 30. As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. Are you seeing this? As for God. So, like we've said before, and many other ministers say, you see, Faith is not just a leap in the dark. It's a leap on the word of God. As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. So with the word of the Lord, I can walk on water. If it is Jesus telling me to come, then I can walk on water. It's not about what, whether the water will have viscosity or whether you will sink or you walk. No. Who is telling me to come? Who am I dealing with here? Are you following this? Who are we dealing with here? God, if it's God we are dealing with, then I can trust Him. Praise God. Psalms 12 verse 6 says, The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver trod and the furnace purified seven times. Oh God. See expressions. Kaiyaya. Psalms 12 verse 6. It says, The words of the Lord. Are pure words. As silver tried in the furnace of earth. Purified seven times. Let's check another translation. Hey. This one is sweet. I want to see something else. The promises of the Lord can be trusted. They are as genuine as silver refined seven times in the furnace. Okay. Let's go back to King James. Uh, put pressure on the word of God. 
it will not fail. Put pressure on the word of God. Put pressure on the word of God. You can put pressure, pressure on the word of God. See, hey, I will get to that. I will get to that. Let me even share a revelation I had. It will bless you some days ago. And I'm supposed to have shared it since, but uh, maybe I've been forgetting. Every forgetting, I, distra- I come against in the name of Jesus. In that revelation, there were th- I was on a line, and there was a man sitting on the throne, on a big throne, and I was on the line. So we will come to him on that big throne. He will sit on the big throne, and he will come. To, when we get to him, he will tell you, he will give you the verdict. Are you listening to this? So the first person came to the line and said, "You, your problem is sin." He says, "You, you have some habits you need to deal with. Go and work on this habit. If you keep on going doing this habit, it will destroy you." So where I was, I was like, "Hey God, help me! What is it now? What is it?" So that one left, and that one came. Says he now mentioned something else. You need to work on this. Are you are you hearing? It was one in me here like this. Work on this. So the one that was then it was now my turn. I got there. He said, "You, you need to work on the blessing." Ah, Kaya Baradash. He said, "You need to work on the blessing." He says, "You are cut out for the blessing. You were separated from the ble- for the blessing." Hey, Lebara, <laughs> somebody shout glory! He said, go and announce it. You were separated. You and everybody with you were separated for the, bless- for the blessing. Hey, say after me, I'm separated for the blessing. I woke up. I said, hey, I'm separated for the blessing. Ha. Say after me, I'm separated for the blessing. I am cut out for the blessing. Amen. That's what he told me. He said, you were separated. He said, you, you were cut out for the blessing. He now said, in fact, stand here. You stand here. <laughs> Manta Kabaradish. This is based on the integrity of God's word. Because you see, the word of God has the ability to create an invisible realm, even though it is invisible. It has the ability. Oh! If you can pay attention to the word of God. Let me show you one verse of the Bible. It's the Holy Ghost is showing me. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. Manta Kabbalah Kadeska. First Peter 1 verse 23. It says, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, hey, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. This word of God, it lives and abides forever. The Bible says, Though the heavens and the earth will pass away, not one jot of my word, what does that mean? 
If you can take the word of God, you can make eternal things. Hey. Hey. Now people argue about salvation. When we, when we are talking about security, I will talk about this more in Bible Illumina. It says, the word of God is incorruptible. So if you are born of the word of God, which is incorruptible, that means salvation is incorruptible. Praise the Lord. Go to Hebrews 11 from verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That means I can frame my life by the word of God. I can actually repair something that was broken if I can just pay attention to the word of God. So the word of God is a raw material that can be used to repair. To That word frame is karatiso. Uh, to, to, to put together that which was broken. I can frame Ah, somebody said I can frame my life by the word of God. Hey, true faith. That means the concept of faith makes us know that it is not a strange thing that the words were framed by the word of God. What have you been doing since? Many people, instead of framing their life, they are complaining. Instead of staying with the word of God, listen, I, my life. The past 15 years of my life is proof to me that I can frame. Oh, Jesus. We are here. Let me tell you. Everything about this place. Both this building. Both me. Both everything. The word of God to the teeth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm te- I'm, I can't start telling you stories. There is a way you can take the word of God on any particular issue. When it becomes solid in your life, it will be your normal experience. For instance, I know that I know that I know that whether the devil likes it or not, we will continually prosper. I'm telling you, it's, it's me. Oh, Jesus. In fact, there was a particular time I was walking on the road. I finished ministering somewhere and somebody walked up to me and said, Hey, David, I'm afraid of you. I said, what happened? He said, you were playing keyboard and his eyes opened in the spirit. This hand, from here to here was hand. This other part was money. <laughs> hey! Now, I, I agree with him. You know why? When a person is staying with the word of God, to you, nothing will be happening in the physical, but that word of God is framing things in the spiritual. That word of God is doing something overhead which you cannot see. When that thing is complete, he gives you a substance. A text message that this thing has finished. Praise God. Barada Baladish. He says, through faith we understand that the words are framed by the word of God. Satan, I cannot feel. See, oh God, oh God. Uh, 
the word of God has the ability. The word of God has the ability. The word of God has the ability. Let me tell you, the devil, the devil, the Bible says, the devil, the Bible says that when the word of the kingdom comes, the devil goes after that word. Jesus talking about it. To snatch the word. To snatch when I was a teenager, I used to tell my friends, I used to call them, I said, sit down and read the Bible. The, the, the daughter was mad. Listen, when you are soaking it in your heart, all around you may look contrary. Everything around you may not line up. Are you following this? When you are taking time to plant the word of God, you may think you are wasting your time. Is it? Just watch. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is like a man planting a mustard seed. Which all the trees around will grow up and overshadow it. After a while, the mustard will be grow and become the biggest of all trees, and every other plant will come and take cover under it. Listen, see, there is a way you, as you are building this thing, one day, no matter how long it takes, one day, if we grow and be, break down all the walls, all the demonic holes, are, are you pulling this? Let's go to the next thing. Because that one alone, the character of God's word, the integrity of God's word, it, it can follow me till we end this service. And there is much work today. It's our God reading. The third thing is a very serious thing and I, I need to, it's a little bit technical, so just pay attention. I call it the measure of the substance of faith. Hey. If you are following me, say I hear. If you're online, see I'm, if, type, if you're online, type I'm following. If you are here, you can still also say I'm following. Amen. If you're online, type I'm following. Kai, Kai, Jesus. The measure of the substance of faith. Now, have you seen a you before where you felt like your faith was small? Or have you not heard people say things like? I, I wish my faith was big. I would have done this thing. So some people they say, Ah, I wish God can just give me big faith. Like Papa Maga's faith. Oh God, let my faith be like Bishop Eripo's faith. Let me have big faith. This teaching this what I want to say is for you. Now, there is a difference between faith before Jesus died and faith after he resurrected. <laughs> there are two different things. Before Jesus died, when he was in Israel, ministry, you see him say things like, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Oh, ye of little faith. Matthew chapter 8 verse 10 says, When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Matthew 8 verse 26 And he said unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds, and there was a calm. During the lifespan of Jesus, see, pay attention here, what are going to hear it's, it's almost revol revolutionary. During the lifespan of Jesus, faith was more about trusting in his miracle working power. But after he resurrected, 
For those who believe, it's a different thing altogether. Are you paying attention? So let's do a little Bible study. Luke 17 verse 1. Luke 17 verse 1. Then said he unto the disciples, Please permit me, we will close a little bit later than normal today. Please. Then said he unto the disciples, It is impossible that offenses will come, but woe unto him through whom they come. Put another translation. So, put another translation so that we will get what he was saying in verse 1. He says, and, and he said to his disciples, Temptations to sin are sure to come. Uh, do you understand this? So, uh, offenses actually. People getting you angry. People are annoying you. Uh, are you following this? People getting on your nerves. It's sure to come. But what to, to the one through whom they come? Now, go back to verse 2. Says it were better for him that a muse stone were hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea than, than that he should offend one of these little ones. Obviously, this makes us notice like there were children around. Verse 3 Take heed to yourselves if thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him, and if he repent, forgive him. Verse 4 And if he trespass against thee, Seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. Are you seeing what Jesus is saying? So, if he gets you angry by 6 a.m. and say, I'm sorry, forgive him. <laughs> Are you following this? If he gets you angry by 8 a.m. and comes again and say, I'm sorry, forgive him. Don't say, eh, 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 keep your sorry. If he comes again by 10 and annoys you again and says, I'm sorry, forgive him. Are you following this? If he trespass against the seven times again and seven times turn again to this saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. Verse 4. Go to verse 4. Go to verse 4. Okay. You've read verse 4. Go to verse 5. And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. Pay attention. Hey. Hey, please, please, pay attention here, please. And the apostle said unto him, Lord, increase our faith. See, Jesus responded, verse 6. And the Lord said, If ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, thou shalt say unto the sycamore tree, Be thou plucked by the roots and be planted in the sea, and it shall obey you. He didn't answer them. Hey, Joshua, don't preach now, please, please. Joshua, please, please. Hey, please. Joshua, don't, don't talk now. They told him, ah! You know, this verse, in another place, it was rendered, even if he offered you 70 times 7. And see the arrest must they say, ah, increase our faith. How can we forgive somebody that is offending us almost a hundred times in a day, and you are saying every time we should forgive him? He said, increase our faith. Jesus not, he said, if thou hast faith as a mustard seed, you will say unto this mountain, be thou plucked, this tree, be thou plucked. He's like, what are you saying? Hold that thought in your heart. 
Go to Matthew 17 verse 14. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic, and so vexed. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire, and oftentimes into the water. Kai, that demon was very fierce. He would just carry him and throw him into the water, sometimes throwing him into the fire. If you want to kill him, just kill him at once. No, but he will torment him. <laughs> Verse 17. Verse 16, I mean. And I brought him to the disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I, shall I suffer with you? Bring him thither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. And then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For very, verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed. Are you seeing he's repeating the same thing he said the other time? So the first time, they were supposed to do what? Forgive. And keep on loving. When it was contrary. Jesus said what? If you have faith as a mustard seed. See, the Bible must be studied though. Ah, yeah. Now, they brought him a person who was influenced by a demoniac or demoniacal spirit so, to deal with demons. Jesus said again, Faith as a mustard seed. Now, Jesus said, If you have faith as a mustard seed, you now you know he didn't answer them again this time around. He didn't tell them if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will speak to this demon. He just said if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain. As it were, he was bringing something more serious. <laughs> the other time they were talking about forgiving, he would tell them if you have faith, you will, you will uproot this tree and plant it in the sea. This time around, they are talking about dealing with a demon. He says, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will carry this mountain and even throw it inside there. Huh? If I need faith as a mustard seed to lift up a mountain, what do I need big faith for? Pay attention, no. <laughs> Holy Spirit, help me. Who has followed me to this point? Do you understand what I have said to this point? Good. Remember where you are coming from? That faith before Christ Jesus died and resurrected is technically different from faith after he resurrected. Here is the difference. Faith before Christ's death was majorly about man's ability to trust him for his miracle working power. But faith after he rose for the believer, faith is a component of your spirit. When he was saying, if you have faith as a mustard seed, it means they did not have it. When you believe, eh, you realize that the same things he was attributing faith to here are the same things that a Christian does normally after he believes in Jesus Christ. These are the same things the Bible says that we can do. When you get born again, the Bible says, for the fruit of the Spirit is love. It is because of the love of the Spirit in your heart that you can keep on forgiving somebody again and again. 
Who is following this? The Bible says in Mark chapter 16, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. The things he was attributing to faith, that if you have as a mustard seed, are the things that are the character of our spirit because we believe in Jesus Christ. What does it mean? It means that when you get born again, you are, you are giving faith. In fact, the first to get saved, eh, you don't need to form it. You don't need to go and gather it. Most people, they think that maybe I'll face a problem now. Ah, I need to go and get faith. I need to go and gather faith and deal with this thing. Uh-uh. When you are saved, faith is part of your human spirit. And it is according to the measure of Christ. That's why he's telling you, if you have it as a mustard seed, you can do anything. Let's go doctrinal now. Hey God. Romans 12 verse 1. Verse 1. Or let me read from verse 2. Romans 12 verse 2. Romans 12 verse 2. Holy Spirit. Romans 12 verse 2. It says, And be not conformed to this world, but be yet transformed by the renewing of your mind, that he may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Verse 3. For I say unto you, for I say through the grace given me, on, for I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly. According as God had dealt to every man. The measure. Somebody said the measure. Remember where we started from that. This third point is the measure of the substance of faith. God has dealt unto everyone what? The measure of faith. What is this measure of faith? Let's go on. Galatians 2 verse 20. Oh, Holy Spirit, thank you. Galatians 2 verse 20. Remember what this topic is. Algorithm. Like the inner workings. How this thing works. Galatians 2 verse 20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. Hey, listen. That means... Even though you are alive, when you get born again, your life is Christ's life. You are Him, He is you. It's a serious thing. I'm, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. The measure of the faith of the Christian is the Son of God. Hey. What does that mean? Christ is the measure of our faith. Anything that is possible to Christ's faith is possible to you. Glory! <laughs> See, this thing is to sink deep. It will, I told you, it will contradict all you've heard before. Most people, they think, okay, if I face this problem, ah, uh, the faith for this problem is not the faith, ah, uh, I need to go and say the faith to, the faith to raise the dead now, ah, uh, I need to go and this faith. Eh, I need to go and gather it. Gather it. Ileg dingong. Gather, gather. Then when is the one to forgive people? Okay, just there. I can just simple. Simple. He's telling you. 
If you have faith as a mustard seed, you can uproot a tree. In for demons, faith as a mustard seed. For forgiving, faith as a mustard seed. Most people will think, oh, to cast a demon. Ah, hmm. this faith now. We need to go and gather scriptures. Gather scriptures. Why? Is it, why did it say mustard seed? Mustard seed. Because the mustard seed that in that thing you think is has does not have power is actually the gift of Christ. <laughs> That's why he also likened the kingdom to the mustard seed. Uh, oh, the way some of you are looking at me. Say after me, Christ is the measure of my faith. So, how much knowledge of Christ you know is the limit of your faith? Your depth in the knowledge of Christ is the limit of how far. See, some people think that, okay, there are some things that are beyond Christ. As long as you think that there are things that are beyond you in Christ, that's where you stop. There is nothing that, say after me, there is nothing my faith cannot handle. When it comes to, when you go deeper into this, you see that faith is either 0 or 100. It's either 0% or 100%. Because it's either you are saved or you are not saved. Do you understand? You cannot be more saved than another person. It's either you are saved or you can be, somebody can be weak in salvation or strong in salvation. He saved. Oh God. For instance, I am not more a human being than Maxwell. I am male. He is male. But I am older than him because I have grown up more. Do, do you understand? The same, what I am trying to tell you is that the same faith required to walk in love is the same faith required to cast out a devil and is the same faith required to do anything supernatural because the faith is the measure of Christ. Or Christ is the measure of the substance of faith. I know this will stop somebody's mind. Seriously, seriously, yes. Sometimes there is nothing my faith cannot handle. Now, let me show you more. Galatians 5. Oh, Sabra, da, da, da. Obviously, I can't finish this thing today. So, we'll stop in this. See what we can cover in this. Then, and the next time we will treat it. Or maybe I will do a short audio and complete it. Galatians 5 from verse 22. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Are you seeing this? That love that, that makes you to keep on forgiving. Your spirit will keep on producing the fruit. The reason why you can keep on forgiving and forgiving is because your spirit man is we keep on producing love. I will not forgive, I will not forgive, I will not forgive. If you are a Christian, your spirit will produce love. One day you still look at the person and love the person. <laughs> your spirit will produce love. Joy, peace, long suffering, goodness, faith. This thing, it's been a long time we've been going through it. I can show you some translations. Don't worry, when we are doing this month, now this July, Bible interpretation, how to read, you will see different translations. Okay, you, some of them are very good in some, on some areas. And some areas you see, they, they twist the thing. Write it the way the original people wrote it. Paul is telling you that your spirit man, when you get born again, has faith. Let, let, let me show you something. Romans chapter 8. I think this is where I should begin to round up. Glory, glory, glory. Somebody shout glory. glory. Romans 8. What does this tell you? There is nothing too big for you. Because Christ 
is the measure of my faith. I. <laughs> hey. See, that is why most of the men you respect, they don't see that, hey, I'm, I'm not able to. The way they talk, that takes me to that two points. I, I can't treat them. Faith is, is vocal. And faith is audacious. If you are going to get stronger in faith, begin to practice it. You have to. You have to. It's not every time you are sick you go and look for drugs. No! You will be a slave to it forever. Practice it. Stay up. Cry the word of God. You start speaking the word of God. Telling yourself, the Lord is my strength. He is my supply. You are becoming stronger in what you have received. You are learning how to swim on the supernatural. Praise the Lord. Romans 8 verse 11. It says, But if the spirit of him... Wait, before I go on, do you believe that the Holy Spirit is in you? That when you are born again, you receive the Holy Spirit. Do you believe that? It says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit. Hey! Somebody says same spirit. What this verse actually speaks about the common of Christ that the same Holy Ghost that raised up Christ from the dead at the return of Christ the Holy Spirit will raise us up. He will quicken our mortal body and we will be taken up into the sky. Praise the Lord. That's what he's talking about here, doctrinally. Now, hold these thoughts. That means, we that are saved, we have the same spirit as Christ. The same spirit that raised up Christ is the same spirit at work in us. Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. That is why the Holy Spirit is called the spirit of faith. See what he's saying here. He says, we having the same spirit of faith. Hey. The same spirit of faith, according to his religion, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. See. What does this mean? The same spirit at work in Christ is the same spirit at work in me. That means the faith of Christ is the same faith I have. Anything that is possible to Christ by the spirit is possible to me. That's why faith is of the spirit. The same, oh, the same faith that Christ that Christ requires to do anything, I have that same Holy Ghost. So anything that Christ can do, I can do. The limit of my possibilities is Christ, and Christ is limitless. <laughs> Glory! See, this, this teaching, this kind of teaching, will scatter most of your, it will break most of your religious ideologies. Shout me all the money I need. I receive by the supernatural hand of God they are supplied to me look at the way Christ operated they asked him to pay to pay he said go open the fish go and catch a fish the one that comes out money will be inside somebody said eh, eh, how did the money get there go ask Christ ask the somebody what if there was money inside the inside the fish's mouth eh, it was prepared for that day. With faith, the impossible becomes self made The impossible is possible for me. 
Oh, somebody say same spirit. Same spirit. So, because it's the same spirit, that's why the Holy Ghost is called the spirit of faith. So, the same thing that is, that is possible with Christ is possible with me. I, I, I want this point to settle. I would have gone to other points, but I want it to settle. I have the measure of the substance of my faith is Christ. <laughs> hey, what are we doing? We're meditating. The measure of the substance of my faith is Christ. Oh, whatever Christ could do, I can do. Whatever Christ can do, I can do. Because I have the same spirit. Jump on your feet and declare same spirit. Same spirit. Same spirit. We having the same spirit of faith. According to the written, I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. I have the same spirit of faith. Oh! same spirit of faith. There is no limit for what I can do. There is no limit for what I can take. I have the same spirit because I believe in Jesus Christ. Because I believe in Jesus Christ, I have the same spirit. That's why when a person gets born again, he receives the Holy Spirit. When you get born again, believe in Jesus Christ, you have the Holy Ghost. The same spirit. Oh, Sambra da 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 kopelegedo shekebaya. Hey, lala barabaga satabadi. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead, I have the same spirit, the same faith, the same faith. See, your heart and your mouth must agree. You must be able to confess it, confess it, talk about it. Talk about it. Faith is vocal. Faith is vocal. You must speak. Alabarada baladish. Alabarada baladish. Lindo do 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 borodos. I have the same spirit. Oh, now say for me, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am born of God. I believe in Jesus Christ. So greater is he that is in me. The greater one lives in me. The Holy Spirit lives in me. Therefore, there is no impossibility for me. Glory! Hallelujah! 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 <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Man of God, just touch the keyboard for me. Ranta kataba. Korabashika baladas. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. If you have an offering, just arrange it right now. Listen. Many of you will sign checks in billions. Listen. You are going to sponsor missionaries. You will feed the poor. You will feed the hungry. You will build houses for people. Are you hearing me? Think about it. Plan towards it. Because it will happen. Oh, there is no impossibility with me. Ay, ay, ay. There is no impossibility with me. Oh God, oh God. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you don't know. You don't need to explain how it will happen. You don't need to. See, if you can accept this one, you start from here. Years ago, my auntie from my mother's side asked me. I was still very young, just got born again. She asked me, What university are you going to go to? I did not know what. I didn't even know when I told her I would go to Covenant University. And I forgot about it. 
I finished from the I finished from secondary school. I could not go to university for one year. I was at home. Why? The money was not there. What was I doing at home? I was going around preaching the gospel. One day, a man saw me who knew me years ago. He said, I know you. Come to my house and see me. I went to the house. He said, Are you not planning to go to school? I said, I plan to go to school. He said, What school do you did you write? I said, I wrote for the University of Technology uh, Oweri. He said, Okay. He said, But why have you not gone? I said, The money is very plenty. He said, You know what? I will train you. You are going to Governor University. Do you know that I forgot that statement I made? It was that auntie. I came back and said, More than six, seven years ago, you said this thing. We can't talk about that one is next August. What programming? What the things you say? Hey, let me tell you, the Holy Spirit needs you to look at the way Jesus was talking. He needs you to talk because the, the Holy Ghost and, the, and your words work together. Are you following this? The Spirit glides upon your words from nowhere. That's how I went. Sometimes, more the words you are saying to. It may not happen right now because the word of God is a seed. Even if you have the mustard seed. So I'm telling you, let me tell you, I know that I know that I know it better than my name that New Breed is a ministry for the entire world. It's a global ministry. I know. I know that a time is coming, all the seeds put together in, our, in this place will not be able to contain us. I know. Praise God. And I'm saying it. I'm planting it. It's not this life we are, we are both together. We are both in this life. I remember the day, that time my, the, I had the, that program they had and they put my face on the billboard. Somebody called me. He said, I remember you 10 years ago. You were telling us that uh, that word is not even the main one. That's the example. E.G. He said, you've not seen anything. We will submerge the world into Christ. Somebody say, Amen. And we are doing it together. Amen. We are doing it together. It's me and you. Praise God. Say after me unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. For in Christ and God new breed. Thank you for listening to the summer. We hope you have been blessed by the teaching. Please visit our website, newbridgeccng.org, to download more of our sermons. Remain blessed.